Hello, prospective listeners. It is Martina and Lucef. We are back with part two of our, just like vaccines in America, I guess. You know, that's not the title yet, but that's kind of what we're focusing on. I think so. Lucef, I don't know about you, but I think that's yeah, kind of. I think you're right. I think yeah. that, that's sort of our, our theme. Yeah, like, you know, like with our last recording, we focus more just kind of on updates of like, you know, since Lucetta and I have briefly touched on, even though I, I won't say briefly, I think we've had a video or two talking about vaccines early on. Yeah, but yeah, just kind of doing an update on like, you know, now since things are opening back up in many instances, but we also got this Delta variant uh, and other variants too that are probably not as well known, but are still out there, you know, how it's kind of ravishing America and, um, yeah, we just spent some time talking about masks and people getting vaccines and are not getting vaccines. But I think this second part is really going to focus, you know, on this mask return that a lot of us who have been working from home, even though I know some people will continue working from home or kind of have some sort of hybrid uh, schedule now. For the most part, a lot of folks are beginning to return to work with a lot of this mass return is going to happen after Labor Day. And of course, I think across the country, kids are going to be returning in the classroom. Um, and so masking and vaccines are, you know, that conversation is heating up again. So Lisette, I'll let you, you know, give your first two cents, then I can chime in. Yeah, no, I think... Um... I think you're spot on on sort of where the, the our last episode was really just us catching up with y'all about uh, news and the vaccine and, and all those things. But it feels like there is this sort of mass return to mm-hmm. some kind of normalcy, some kind of whatever this new way of life is and, and kind of seeing what it means. Um you know, I think to your point, I think there's a lot of conversations about the hybrid model of like when people are going back to work and uh, and sort of, but I think that the biggest thing is definitely recently seeing a lot of companies really saying, hey, we're requiring you to get vaccinated. Uh, and if you're not vaccinated by this date and time, you know, we're going to have to let you go. You can't. Yep work here i think i forgot who i don't know if there's someone out there or some company that's like you'll have to stay remote for the time being i was like that's nice but not fair to the other people who maybe want to stay remote full-time exactly but i think for the most part i've seen if you're not vaccinated by say september 25th sorry but not sorry you gotta go Mm -hmm. Um, and you know when it's 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 legal it's part of what uh it's the, the rights of, of a company and and things like that. And I think that's fueled a lot of this uh, this freedom conversation, right? Like it's my choice, my body, my choice. I, you know, you can't tell me what to do, which fine, but you also then have to respect the consequences that come with making exactly uh, your choices because it's also a workplace rights and freedoms to protect the health of themselves, of their mm-hmm. employees and their clients and their customers. Um, you know, so you, you can't have it both ways. It's sort of my initial thought um, when it comes to this whole rhetoric. I mean, I've seen more, I just read an article before we started uh, uh, recording was like more restaurants are becoming more of like, the vaccine police like where they're requiring you to show that you've been vaccinated whether you take a picture on your phone whether you download an app that gives you access to your vaccine record and you can confirm that it's you or you take your physical card which i wouldn't take my physical card because i don't trust people out here in these streets no Um, i wouldn't give it over to no 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 no. but i'll 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 take a picture of it and you can Mm -hmm. see it on my phone or there's an app somewhere yeah uh, i'll do that uh, I think Illinois did come up with something. I think it's an app or something. I don't know. No, I think that's great. Even though I kind of think it's a sign of the times, but still, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I did. That's why I, I remember I saw that there's there were apps, and I was like, well, let me see. Illinois didn't have at the time, but I think I saw an announcement that Illinois has come up with something. 
They have. I think that's so awesome. I'm like, so you can just like, or I don't, it seems like it's the person has to access it, then they can show it to whomever the restaurant. I don't know if restaurants have access to that just yet or not. But I think the person on your phone. Okay. If I was to go into a restaurant, I would just pull it up, or I don't know if it's an app or you go online, you pull it up and you can access and you can just show it at the door, basically. I think it's the Illinois Department of Public Health. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, and I think I mean it, it's it's a sign of the times because uh, I know at our last episode we talked about the selfishness of uh, America, yeah. of America and Americans, and I think it, it goes to combat that because I, I, you know, restaurants and, and businesses they want to make money, yes, you know, and and they but they want to make they also want to make sure at least you know those that are requiring proof, you know, they want to protect their employees. They don't want you know they don't want to lose employees to getting sick being exposed to something having to do the two weeks of waiting and then seeing and or having to go get tested so it's it's a lot of time that gets wasted too right Mm -hmm. um from from an from an employee and an employer kind of point of view and and things like that and i think i if i was an employee like of any restaurant i'd be grateful that they're taking those that precaution um and doing that or any business like hey like we need to make sure that everyone is taken care of um and you know and is being safe and if one way is to require these proofs then so be it if you don't if you don't want to show proof find a restaurant that doesn't require or a business that doesn't require that <laughs> um and it's okay there's plenty of restaurants out there yeah there are plenty like it's, i just think I, I do you know that that's the give and take in this you decide you don't want to get vaccinated, excuse me, then that's a part of it. You know, like at the end of the day, these businesses, especially the hospitality industry, because they've been hit so hard and probably will continue to be hit in many ways because some people are just not eating out. They're just not doing it yet. Um, So since they've been hit so hard and they have to protect themselves and their staff and their employees as well, I, I think it's only fair. You know, if you want to dine at this place or you know, we might start seeing it in movie theaters or, you know, wherever else it might be, then, you know, that's, that's their business. Like you said, they're in this to make money. And if they are being reported with having people getting sick or getting uh, COVID and it's being, and, and, and you can pinpoint it back to that place, they're losing money and people are not going to want to come there. So they are, you know, they, they covering their asses. I think that's fine. Yeah. I think I, I, I saw an article or just a headline of, I forgot what concert, I don't know if it was a venue or mm-hmm. something that is requiring people to show proof of that they've been vaccinated, like for any concerts moving forward, uh, they have to show proof in order to, to be let in, which will be interesting because imagine if you bought tickets and you show up and you, you're not vaccinated they'll let you in you know and you also got to start worrying about people are going to start falsifying documentation that's probably something that's going to happen too which at the end of the day it's that's stupid too because you falsifying it when you should just get it and then you won't have to falsify documents i think that's don't be don't oh don't get me started this falsifying a document girl then y'all becoming like so then you got issues when people come to this country undocumented and y'all like, well, why don't you just do it the right way? Why don't you get your actual vaccine card the right way too then? Ain't that the girl? Let me, girl, people can see I have a clapped hand. I wish they could. That is so, that's such a good damn point because they always talk about immigrants or people coming to this country illegally, however you want to classify it. Why don't you go about it the right way? And even, even sometimes you hear other, other immigrants say this about immigrants themselves. Like I went about it the right way. Why can't you? That is such a good damn point. Go about it the right way. Get the fucking vaccine and you ain't got to worry about making up shit and getting caught or getting some fee penalty thrown in jail, whatever the consequence will be. Well, I wish y'all could see me. I was clapping. Right now. <laughs> I, I was like, no. I'm like, don't go getting these documents out here. If, if you just do it the right way. Yeah. Go about the legal way. You know, there's a legal way to get that, that, that vaccination card that proof that you've been vaccinated do it that way 
Yes. Ooh. I was about to get heated up. You can though. I can say, oh, I can tell you. I was like, oh, let's say I love when you get heated about something because you be going. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is again, it's one of those things that just baffles me when I And you know, and you and it's just like that to me, that is such a good point because I again, like I'm I was out at a dinner this past week for a friend's birthday. And of course, everybody there at the table, it was only four of us, but still mm-hmm. all of us are vaccinated. And one of my friends there, she just happened to talk about, because we were talking about the Vax Pass and all that. And she's like, well, you know, people, you know, people can just start faking, faking the documentation. And I'm like, oh my God, that's such a really good, interesting point. And I'm like, you are willing, also at the same point, instead of just getting the fucking vaccine, you are putting other people's lives at risk. And the, and that person was saying, but their lives are already at risk just because you got the vaccine and blah, blah, blah. You know what? That's true. They might still be at risk, but they got a hell of a better chance of living if they wasn't around your ass and anybody else that's not vaccinated. So you are still putting their life, and they could be putting you at risk because they could be a carrier. You know? So it's like, you just don't care about no damn body. You just willing to go to this fuck. It's that that concert or that restaurant is that damn important to you yeah. that you are willing to put your life, everybody around you lives at danger. Again, selfishness. That's selfish. And I think I think if it becomes an issue that you know, if I, I did, you know me, I'll always be reading these headlines and just I know. Mm-hmm. I, I did see where they caught. Uh, I don't know if it was like a couple or a group of people who were false, who were selling falsified documents. And obviously uh, the federal government got them and all that stuff. But I was like, if this becomes an issue, you will see much more control of who, who yeah. and what has access to restaurants or places be- or how you, how you can show proof. Like if a state has an app or a way to do it, most likely that may be the only way that you can show proof. Yeah, you know, and it's it's gonna be nobody's fault from, but those who choose to not do it the legal way and go mm-hmm. out here be doing illegal things, just yeah. because you just can't get a shot, like two shots, it's two shots. It doesn't even hurt. It does, and you know, I'm not a needle person. I once had a friend tell me she's like, well, she's like, well, Martine, if you are a, a needle person, then I would be worried about you. <laughs> but she's like, no one's a needle person. But yeah, take it for someone who is highly afraid of needles. Do I don't have any tattoos anywhere? I yeah, it it was you know, I will say like the first little pinch, it stung. I mean, it is a needle going into your body, fine, but it's not like. Most of us have been picked and prodded and probed in so many different ways in our life. When we go to a physical, you yeah. they do more there than probably getting this vaccine. And it's all of like, yeah, it's probably not even five minutes. I mean, now, since we're not at the height of when everybody was trying to get access to it, at least here in Chicago, um, it's probably you probably can just walk in and out in a matter of no time. Oh, yeah. Go about your business. Yeah. So it's really not, it's really, you know, at this point, it's really just people, yeah, folks are just not want to get it because it's literally available everywhere from Walgreens to CVS to your doctor's offices. They still have sites set up, I think, here in Chicago throughout different neighborhoods. So it's, it's readily available now at this point. So you don't want to get it. That's on you. You know, no, I mean, no, you're absolutely right about just the accessibility of it. I mean, I was at Walgreens. And they're like, we have walk, you can walk in. Mm-hmm. Walk in. And I was like, that's it? You can just walk in now. Look at that. Could have waited and just walked in without having. Right, right and walked in. But it, right. it's just the, again, like, it, it, I'll reiterate, like, the the accessibility is there. I mean, I know there's probably areas where it's probably a little harder to get to it or of something. But, you know, it's there. Like, if, if you care and if you want it enough, there's a way to get it. I mean, I know here in Chicago, they were like, if you can't leave your house, we'll come, we'll go to you. We'll take the shot to you. And I'm like, y'all, I could have called for y'all to give to my dad. I was like, he didn't have to leave the house. But it was all these things of like, now it's just the, the desire for people to get this vaccine is so urgent. Mm-hmm. Like there's just ways, there's just so many ways to do it, and you know, I, I don't know across the country what that looks like, but I know at least here in Chicago, there's so many avenues 
uh, to access that vaccine. Um, yeah, and by no just, means, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. What you were about to say? Well, say which is free. It is free to get that. Vaccine. It is free. I mean, and, and we're not talking about places like rural America. We know rural America. They've been yeah. kind of really having a hard time. With just, I know, you know, again, like we said, the height of the pandemic, it was really hard because a lot of these hospitals, they maybe have one yeah. doctor, two doctor, a handful of nurses. It's really hard. So, we you know, we're by no means talking about people who are in areas that are inaccessible and it's still difficult. But, you know, luckily, I don't think that's most of the country. Most people at this point have access to it or can hop in a car, call a friend whatever, if they have, if they still have doctors coming to your home, <laughs> they, they, they can get it at this point. So that's what we're referring to. Yeah. I think, yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things and, and hopefully the accessibility just continues to grow um, to those areas that probably have not had it as easily mm -hmm. uh, as in the past. But, but I think when we get to talking about like this going back and the, the regulation, I think it's, it's to me it's sort of comforting to know that like okay if i'm gonna go somewhere like i'm more inclined to go to a restaurant that is checking to see if you've been vaccinated Same. versus one that that doesn't mm -hmm. um and it's mostly because it's, it's a safety thing for me i i don't want to bring it back to my house like i know that i'm protected but also like I have I have parents who are elderly, right. um, you know, and and while they've been vaccinated, they still have underlying conditions. There's other yeah. things like so. There's all these things that you, I still think about, and others around me. You know, I don't have any little kids around me, but if I did, that'd be another thing because mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't want a child to get it. You know, now that everybody else is like, oh, I've been vaccinated. All these adults and you know, twelve years and up, but like, there's kids that haven't that don't that haven't been yeah, vaccinated still get sick you know they may not i don't know how sick they, they can get but if they have an underlying you know health issue or something that still puts them at a higher risk when it comes to covid um and it's like uh again i'll reiterate like i don't want to be a selfish american and and not think about that even vaccinated i still wear my, my mask anywhere i go because um, you care about people, is that? You care. And then I, I stay away. Yes, you do. <laughs> if y'all see me in the streets and you don't have a mask on, I ain't coming up to you. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait until you walk away, and then I'll go on and continue walking my way. I, I don't. I'm like, that's how much. I'm like, look, the chances of me getting it are pretty, are pretty slim. Mm -hmm. But it's still for me. It's just this common courtesy that I just want to have with fellow people and that I care about people uh, because I don't know who I will come across with um, that might be at a higher risk even if they've been vaccinated I mean there's the whole conversation of the booster shot for those that are yeah. compromised and, 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 and sort of fast tracking that and I, I just again saw an article where they were talking about like fast tracking maybe a booster for the elderly um because of how rampant this variant it should. yeah it should it, it's happening it's just like man but anyway i know i, I chat i've been chatting a lot go ahead Marcia. well no i just i think you really touched on like uh the kids you know especially since you know a lot of schools across the country are going to be having in person i don't know how many are going to be having a hybrid even here in chicago with cps i'm not too sure but i think here in chicago if you're cps i think it's all going to be in the classroom i think yeah, you're right you're right uh, yeah so and that's to me is a little i don't know and again i'm not a parent i don't know how parents do it god bless their hearts uh but and i i know that that you know again it's kind of a double-edged sword thing it's like if you're a parent who's you know having to work crazy shifts or you work in more than one job yes yeah, probably not the easiest for you to have your kids at home and then for some parents, you know, it's probably just fine. Um, so it's, you know, it's a mixed bag. And I just, I, I don't know, I'm just, I am a little concerned as kids return to the classroom. But, you know, you and I, again, we're talking during the break is that, you know, on, I think it was Instagram uh, last week, both of us saw really interesting things. And I, I know I posted, and I was talking about, because there was um, 
clip or a meme that was out and it was like, so schools can stop or regulate, you know, uh, flip-flops and spaghetti straps and short shorts, but they can't regulate or make kids wear masks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's so true. It's like, I know just growing up, even in, even in my small town in Mississippi, like, str- like, I mean, eventually we had switched to uniforms. So it was like, we didn't even have choice anymore in clothes, but it's like, even before then, so flip-flops, spaghetti straps, short shorts. So it's always, you know, geared towards the girls most of the time anyway. Um, But so you can do that or give somebody suspension or write them up about that, but you can't do that with a mask. Like, look, if little Jeremy's in there misbehaving, look at him and say, Jeremy, put that mask back on. I don't like, I don't, you know, and that is something to me that was a concern about, because I'm like, you know, it's hard telling a first, second, third grader to do something. But, you know, as a teacher, that's kind of what it is to be a teacher at the same time. You are, you know, you know, you have this really young group of kids who are still learning and things can be really difficult for them. They might misbehave. Yeah. I mean, shit, you got teenagers the same that misbehave and they know better. So you can imagine having a young child who may not necessarily know better and yeah that can be difficult but i do i think that comes part and parcel to being a teacher like if you see little jeremy over there not wearing his mask jeremy you need to put your mask back on like i don't i don't understand that you know but i guess we'll have to see but i am i am you know as we also you know a lot of us are returning back to offices in many ways or having some sort of hybrid but that's going to be interesting as well because I know for some places I've been hearing from friends of mine who are on that track. Um, you know, if, of course, like you say, everybody has to come into work or most people returning to work have to be vaccinated. Like, I don't think there's any way around that. So if you are returning back to the office in person, you have to be vaccinated. But then it's also a thing about where, you know, when and where to wear a mask. So it's like, you can wear a mask if you're like in common areas, if you're in the bathroom or, you know, in the kitchen area, in the lobbies, yes, wear a mask. But if you're like, you know, in your own little space, you know, not everybody has an office they can go to and close the door and not everybody's going to be doing that. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that are very excited about returning to work because of that social aspect of it. But mm-hmm. I also think like, you know, companies are kind of giving their staff because like they said everybody's going to be vaccinated if you want to wear a mask on your level i mean on your on your company's floor level or not but you have to wear it in common areas so that's to me that's a little bog, you know mind-boggling to me too i would think you know people should just wear their mask in general but i don't know if companies are you know beyond some of like i said some of my friends have mentioned this to me in terms of their companies they're like hey if you're in your little cubicle or wherever you, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. Um, then I'm just like, well, a lot of companies also, I mean, outside of cubicles, you know, we have this whole open concept space too, for many organizations yeah. where it's just long lines of chairs and computers and everybody's really kind of close to each other. And I, that kind of freaks me out. You know, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm like, I just don't trust people like that. <laughs> I just don't, I don't want you standing too close to me right now. I damn sure don't want you coughing or even sniffling around me. And I don't want to do that around you because I respect you and, and I respect your space. And I ask for that in yeah. return. So, but I don't know though. Like I said, I, I don't know. I just don't trust people like that. Mm-mm. You, you and I have talked about this and I'm with you. I've heard different sort of approaches to sort of the mask uh in in the workplace and i've heard like people say like yeah common areas wear your mask if you're at your your cubicle at your desk or your office you know you can take it off uh i'm one that in the office i'm wearing it all day right Same. um you won't catch me i won't eat in the office i'll be eating outside um i have thought this through my little introvert thought some um ideas and I was, and I was like I, w- I won't be taking any hot food either nothing that needs to be uh heated up in no microwave or anything I'm like if I eat sandwiches every day I'm in, I'm in the office and, and chips I'm good exactly um, out but you know and I think it's it's that idea of like hey we don't we don't know anything yet 
Mm-mm. Um, we don't know how this is gonna go. And the same goes with schools, right? Nobody knows how this is all gonna pan out. And I feel like September is gonna be this like experiment <laughs> to see. It's a return to the cesspools. I'm yeah. just like, saying cesspool. this experiment, like you know, I mean public transportation, like Chicago, oh. it's it's huge. If if you work downtown, your best bet is public transportation. Yep. Um I if y'all in Chicago, y'all know our public transportation, it is not super clean. Um especially and, trains. Trains. <laughs> oh, oh, I said it. I said it the trains. Oh. And it's just, you know, and, and for me, and I've heard other, you know, people as well and and friends who have like, you know, some people are super comfortable getting on, on the train and they're like, you know, it's fine, but do I've been doing it. I was like my brain's like, oh no. Have you people be coughing? You were going in right in the fall, you know, winter will come along, people are coughing, sneezing, touching, you know, all the, the railings and all this. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I am not ready for all of that. And then, you know, and other people have said, you know, like, yeah, it's you know, we have, you know, what else are we gonna do? We get you gotta go to work. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's gonna be an experiment. I think <laughs> If people really thought, you know, this vaccine was a trial, imagine going back to the workplace full-time or semi-full-time. Um, that's a whole other trial to see, can this really happen? Can we do it in the masses? Because right now it's been in batches. You know, we have had some companies that open up, have done hybrid and others, but it seems like September, uh, September and October are sort of these big months to see. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because it's the months where the cold season, flu season. Yes. Oh my God. I'm glad you said that. Okay, I'll let you go. I just <laughs> I got so excited when you said that because it's like flu's coming back, colds are coming back, and we know they're gonna be crazy intense. Well, That's why we've been, yes, we've been seeing the summer colds. It's gonna be even more, yep. even more so. And you telling people that they don't have to wear masks. Yeah, and then and you know, and it's like again a lot like you mentioned a lot of places have gone into this open concept i again i don't understand i respect people who don't want to wear the mask and have been vaccinated and again your choice your freedom and all this mm-hmm. other stuff but you ain't doing it your girl right here will be Mm-mm. with her, her mask on I've also thought about buying me a little little purifier, air purifier that I could just have in my desk. You did some of that. I laughed at it, but you know, I laugh because I'm like, that sounds like something I want to do too. <laughs> I was like, so I'm like, I'm telling you, like, I've thought about this, and I under like, I understand, and I don't understand the need to go back to the office. I'm like, y'all have let me work a year and a half, and and a lot of people have worked a year and a half or more. Uh, remote and been successful in doing that and I think I think moving forward the workplace and the workforce is going to look very different Um, because people will realize that it's not just you know there's the social aspect to it but there's a cost that comes to going into an office every day um, that people don't realize and I think that'll come into play but that's a whole other episode to be talking about Um, that's okay around it but you know i think it'll factor into this idea of going this mass back to the to the office or back to work and and back to school colleges i mean how many colleges we haven't even touched on that colleges that have come out and say you got to be vaccinated if you want to come back to campus like that's a whole other thing um cbc and i mean i know was it indiana I think I saw recently was trying to reverse something with some university that had said they were trying to say they can't mandate that students be vaccinated and the Supreme the US Supreme Court was like yeah we're not going to reverse that that's fine um and it's like hey I mean again you have your rights you have your freedoms yep you can exercise them but again, a university, institutions have their rights and their freedoms and they can exercise them too. And you have to just deal with this, with the consequences and the ramifications of all of our choices. We all have to, regardless if it was, we were talking about vaccine or masks or anything, like it's part of life, but 
but yeah, it's just it's this uh, experiment and this sort of trial to see what these next few months are going to look like. Um, as you know, again, as the Delta variant continues to grow in this country and and take a hold of of it, you know, the next few months are going to be very interesting to see. Uh, particularly, I think it with with those that aren't that choose not to get vaccinated and those that can't get vaccinated, particularly, obviously, you know, kids and those with like maybe medical issues or. Yeah. Um, Which is what we should be protecting those people who yeah. people who can't for, yeah. like I said, who can't get vaccinated, who can't get vaccinated because of medical conditions or, you know, I'm, and of course, like I respect people, religious rights too. So if people are not doing it for religious rights, but, and also little children, like if they, if, yeah. We should be protecting those people because they they legitimately cannot get it yeah. um and so you know that's like really like my my only exception for this are those groups of people but there are people who are you know compromised and again like I, you know like we've been saying just people just they don't i mean because if people don't even care about themselves not to get back like we have had people been in the hospital multiple times with covid people who have died from covid and yet still they don't want to get so they don't want to get vaccinated so honey if they don't care about themselves you know they don't care about you yeah they don't and to me that's very scary we live in a world like that where people just have no concern for one another um again especially like especially children who are you know really vulnerable like again like older populations too you know it's just people it's just it's sad it's really sad. Like I said, we I've learned so much about the state of this country. I mean, not that I didn't already know many things over this last year. Then, you know, or I've ever learned a lot of things. Yeah. I think just confirming a lot of things. Confirming, yeah, people, definitely. And, and just the the ideologies that, that are sort of part of our country and sort of what, what's priorities and what really is important to to people and people empower people that are not empowered friends i mean i've learned a lot about some friends uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know i think uh it reminded me you know and this is on topic but you know off topic on topic i don't know but i know we talked uh about a little bit about the jennifer aniston and how she had posted oh my god i was just thinking about that <laughs> about how she cut friends off of her life who weren't getting vaccinated they were kind of falling into sort of these uh ideas or, or reasons that weren't based on science or anything they were just kind of following the conspiracy theories and you know she's like they didn't have it wasn't for medical reasons or anything like that and there was such a big backlash of like oh my gosh like like oh look you know so selfish or you know it's it's you know why would you want to control what your friends do or don't do? And I'm like, I don't think she's controlling what her friends don't. She, it's not like she's telling them like, you know, go get vaccinated or whatever. She's just like, hey, you don't want to get vaccinated? That's fine. But I'm not going to be around you then. Exactly. And it's fine. Like, right. that's okay. Because that's her choice. You know, the same way you're making a choice to not get vaccinated and and you i'm like but i also have a right to say like look if you ever choose to get vaccinated we can you know reconnect blah 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 but at this point in time i don't want to hang out with people who are unvaccinated you know not because i'm scared of me getting the uh, the, the virus it's me being a carrier and giving it to you mm-hmm. like unknowingly giving it to you or taking you somewhere or hanging out and then you get it's like these things that people don't think about uh who aren't you know who aren't vaccinated and are like oh you know you're just trying to control like you know all these things and she got so much backlash and i was like she did. i was like girl yeah. you go do you you right. don't want to hang out with people who aren't vaccinated you go ahead because i did the same thing you know like jennifer anderson shit she ain't gotta be around you like come on i'm like please I don't, I, I just so agree with that because the thing is like, she ain't trying to tell like, and we're not trying to tell anybody what to do. We're just saying that if you don't want to get vaccinated, you're making that choice. And if we don't want to be around you, that's the choice we're making. And if establishments don't want you in the business, that's the consequence that you're playing. That, that's just it. 
and yet they can look at it however they want to look at it. They can call it harsh, call it mean, whatever, but you're making a choice and you want to be respected for your choice. So why can't you respect everybody else's choice not to want you around them? You can order from the restaurant. Yeah, you can order. Right. You know, but I just think like people, it's just so, it's like, it's so interesting you say that and about Jennifer Anderson because they want people to respect them for their decisions, but you don't respect anybody else and call people sheep and call people other names for their decisions. We're, we're, we're both making decisions and we both feel that both our decisions are right. But (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's the way it is. You know, one will respect your choice and your decision. The other one will start name calling you. And being, you know, and, and getting aggressive. Like, it's just this thing, like, there's this aggressiveness that comes with people who are like, no, you're just a sh- you're sheep. They do. You're get just following, and, you know, and they're, like, name-calling you, and they're threatening you. I mean, I saw the video of parents threatening doctors and nurses who were at, like, some school hearing who were saying, like, you know, you should have a mask mandate. I think it was in Tennessee. No, oh, of course. Why are you yelling at these doctors who are giving their professional opinion in a public forum who are saying like, we, yeah, we recommend, we support mass mandates. At the end of the day, it's not their decision. Like no. The school board or whoever will make that decision and they're, they're trying, I, you know, I would assume they're trying to make it, you know, in a balanced way to get... Right you know, science and others and, you know, others' opinion, like professional and parents and all these things. And it's like, but they were like literally threatening them saying like, we know who you are. We know where you live. We'll never leave you alone. You'll never be left alone in public. And I'm like, is this who we are? Yeah, that is who those people are. They are showing you them true. That's true people's true colors. We have learned people's true color over the last year and a half. Ooh, I'm like, I don't want to be that America. Like, I'll Hell go on no. the other side of America. Especially threatening medical professionals. Yeah. Doctors, Lord knows, have 10 plus years of education. Nurses, yeah. educated, people certified. Like, they're not just bullshitting you. Nope. They're trying to help Baby. you keep your Baby. child safe. Oh my gosh. I mean, the way, I mean, again, to your point, like, you know, the education, what they, but also what they've seen this past year and a half, right? You know, with this virus and what they've encountered, and and just you know, and and again, it goes to not just those that suffered from from that suffered and, and died from COVID nineteen, um, and you know, and who continue to suffer, and, and unfortunately, it's those that, that still lose their life. It's the the idea that our medical professionals can't catch a break they can't you know they can't catch a break they're doing their jobs they're work you know trying to work long hours some have quit because it's just been too much they you know mm-hmm. who wants to, again who wants to withstand people yelling at them or not believing like i can't and imagine how many lost, lost hope on just humanity because they're like how how are you not protecting yourself how do you not believe that this virus actually exists um or, you know, the vaccine, and it's like, man, like, and people who weren't seeking medical help because they they were afraid of what, what, you know, of going to the doctor, and people that we lost because they just were afraid to go to the doctor during this pandemic. Like, there's just so many things, so many human lives lost because of this pandemic and because of people making very just, again, I'll say very selfish choices. Yeah. At the Absolutely. end of the day, um, from it, and it's like, man, are we are we going to continue this even moving forward? Even though we've we've seen all these things, we've seen all the data, we've seen all the stories, we've heard stories, we've heard families sort of share what they've gone through, and you know, telling people like, please take this seriously. People on their deathbed recording videos saying like, I didn't believe in this virus, but you know, I caught it and. They're like, please get vaccinated, please. And it's like, yeah. and people still are like, no, nah, it's a hoax. The government, that isn't real. Like, wow. Like, I can't. I, at that point, there's nothing else to to reason or say and just walk away. 
Yeah, and it's almost like, what are you standing your ground for? Because you have nothing to stand on. And it's like, America has some of the best modern medicine advances in the world. And you still thinking somebody's putting them up this and don't get me wrong there are a lot of crooked people out here i know that we we're not stupid we're not ignorant we know that we know what we know what's happened in the medical world yeah we know we know what's happened especially people of color we know we ain't stupid but you know at this point it in a way i really want to say it goes beyond that it doesn't excuse what's happened in the past by any means and what's wrong is wrong but at some point, you're going to have to really take a step at yourself. And that's why I say it pays to educate yourself. But I think a lot of these people in this situation, they don't want to be educated. They want to stay in that in that world of whatever, the, the non-logical world. They want to stay in that world. They don't want to better themselves and look at it from every side. Like I said, when I, you know, I read articles about anti-vaxxers. I read it to educate myself so I can know what I'm up against. Because yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to know. I want to know what else people say. I, I try to look at all sides of everything, whether you're Democrat, Republican. Like, I have some traditional views myself, but I'm also, I lean more liberal. I like to know what I'm up against. And I I will research and look at it from every side. And I just don't think all these people out here, like I said, they don't want to. They want to stay in this little bubble of, of, of fake news and conspiracy theories and Lord knows what else. And they okay with that. And they have followers. Like these people, we often think, uh, you know, I think people want to think that they're not educated or they're not intelligent. We got people who are educated, wealthy individuals who believe these things. We got educators, academia. We got people here who do believe that. And they're not the people you might think uh, who would normally think this. There are people who are high up who think like this. And it's, you know what? And that's still sad to me too, but those people know better and they just choose them to believe something that's completely different. But I just think that at this point, because we've lost millions of people and people like, you know, we want this to be over. We want this to end. Well, honey, it's not going to be over if you ain't even wearing, if you ain't even doing the simple thing of wearing your mask or social distancing, you can't even do that. It's not going to be over. Like you said, these next six months, give or take will be interesting um, as we continue. I, 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 I don't know. I think, you know, at some point I was hoping Biden would have some sort of mass mandate, but I think I need to get over that. That's not happening. He's not going to do it. Um, I mean, I'm still waiting for those student loans. Girl, I wish. If they, I don't know why they just want erase student loans. You know, I feel like that would help the economy, but I'm not an economist. I don't fucking know. But I feel like they could, you know, it would help so many people. Even if you like abortion, I mean, I know there's something around out there about maybe forgiving fifty thousand dollars per. I did hear that one. Yes, I heard about fifty k. That I'll take that shit. I'll take shit if you want to give ten k. Look, I I ain't go. I wouldn't turn any of it away. I don't care what it is. I ain't gonna turn none of it away. I mean, yes. I mean, we're going to digress a little bit here because people have been paying their student loans for years and years and still haven't paid off. I mean, they don't even make a dent in it. They've been out of school for like 20, 30 years and they still have those loans. And this is where I say like the land of America is not always that great because we are the only country in the world that puts its youth and citizens in student loan debt. The only country that I know of. And I have not done thorough research, but it's the only one I know of. Every other country or many countries across the world, they have free education for their for their citizens. America does not, you know, and that goes back to the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps bullshit. Um, oh, yes. It's, it's, I mean, a lot of shit goes into that, you know, and it all ties back to white supremacy, like we always say. <laughs> but it, it is this, it is this thing where Americans continue to put their, put their youth and citizens in debt over education and you do it and it's so interesting because it's like america you know you want people to pull themselves up by their own bootstraps quote unquote that's the thing but you don't want to help them do it like i firmly believe you know god helps those who helps themselves like uh, people if people out here are trying to become better be better be more successful whether that's you know their career 
socially, whether financial, they're, they're being better. They're going to school for that. And they're not being rewarded in the way, because a lot of times when students get out of school, like you said, they are in mounds of debt because most of our parents are not wealthy. We don't come from wealthy families. Most of us, we have to worry about these things. And we're always, school is always preached so much. I know for like younger, uh, for kids of color, just from, because education is so important. It's always a thing that parents talk about. And so that's what kids think of, like that American dream, like I'm gonna go to school, get my degree and I can start in my career. But it don't happen like that. It doesn't happen like that for most people at all. You end up with mounds of debt. You may never end up working in the in your, in your in the degree that you actually got. Some people do. But it's just, it's just so fascinating to me that this country preaches going to school, but you don't want to help people do that. And you think by giving them loans and all that, a loan doesn't help. That puts them in debt. Like, because that loan has to be paid back um, instead of just giving them free education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think so, so many points to, to it. But I think, it, you know, and the correlation, it becomes this whole idea of like, oh, you know, you just have to do it on your own and you have to, you know, pay all this back and I'm like most people who are shown to sort of be those that have you know done things on their own or you know pulled themselves up their own bootstraps they've been given money either from family members parents whatever because you know they're like here's a startup loan for you or here's you know money for you to start it up whatever you're thinking of of doing you know and it's like it wasn't because they went to college or education like no someone helped them start it up you know when i think i don't know if it was jeff bezos i don't know one of them you know, rich rich people help their own they just don't they, help anybody else they, he got like a, a loan or something from i don't know his dad or somebody and it's like yeah i if i had parents or family members that were willing to give me whatever to whether it's wipe out you know student loan debt so that i don't have to worry about paying that back anymore and use that money towards whatever passion or whatever i want to do yeah but that's not me pulling myself up on my own bootstraps that's right that's somebody helping me get the ability to do that allow me to do that uh and have and i think it's, it's this whole idea of like you know it's not just forgiving our student loans and being like oh my god these generations are just so lazy and don't care about anything and they just want everything for free. I was like, nah, y'all promised us that we, this, this education I invested in was going to allow me to become uh, rich and own a home and yeah. have, you know, this, this life that y'all kind of just threw it at us every day, going to school, the way out is doing this. And, you know, you know, student loan, it, it's a good debt. Like, uh-uh. No debt is good debt. I don't know where that don't lie know. came from. That's something okay. Americans have made up. I was like, <laughs> it's made an up. investment on yourself. I was like, I don't want it. I don't want yeah. that level. Mm-mm, you <laughs> keep like, it. I want somebody else to invest in me. Right. But I'm like, I'm like, no. Like that, but you know, it's this whole idea. And it, and the way we tie it back to our conversation is just this idea of um this idea of like oh you have the freedom and the choices and the things that you can do and and whatnot and it's like no like Mm -hmm. again there are consequences to everything and the thing is consequences of a government not helping out their own people is that then the government then the people can help their government because we can't i mean i don't know how you want us to pay this back you you know you take money out of our you know our checks (laughs) every time and there's every time but it's like we get tired when our government, you know, doesn't care about us. And then you get mad at us for calling you out or trying to hold you accountable. And then you're like, oh, you're, you just don't want to do anything. You're lazy. And it's like, no, no, we're not. But, you know, it's that entitlement, that sort Mm -hmm. of uh, ideologies that just continue that have us where we're have, where we're at as, as a country. It's, yeah. that, it's that control because they think that by giving some good, good, good debt, some good student loan debt, that they, they're still able to control because, okay, they're like, I give you a little crumbs 
you go off and do your thing. I give you just enough to make it, but you're never going to be at the top of the food chain because we don't, we don't, we even want you there. We don't want you to be these billionaires. And this is why I'm always, this is why, side note, so happy that Rihanna is now another black woman billionaire or even another woman of color. She followed right behind Oprah because yeah. I'm sure somewhere nobody wanted her to make it. Nobody wanted Oprah to make it. They didn't want them to make it because they're women and they're women of color. And so the government and all these other people in power, want they want to just give you crumbs. Just They give enough just to say they gave you something. But you got to make some out of it yourself with no opportunities open to you, with no doors open to you. You got to go out and make it quote unquote, but they don't want you at the top of the food chain. They don't, they don't want that to happen, but they think they're doing something, but they're not. You're just putting people in debt to keep them down. They ain't ever going to get anywhere because you can't ever pay it off. But like you said, I digress. That's another topic. (laughs) I was just thinking like, we are definitely going to have to come back to this. Uh, Whether it's a podcast, maybe we'll go live on Instagram and and, and have a, a conversation uh to include y'all in too uh and and sort of see where where this conversation goes but uh yeah i think there's just so much to sort of dissect so much to just kind of go into when it comes to it and again like it doesn't seem that the student loan and the vaccine mass conversation kind of goes hand in hand but it's sort of the the systems and again the Mm -hmm. ideas uh, that are in place that we've been conditioned to live under and like socialized to live under, like it, it gets us where we're at, you know, and, and this idea of like not wanting to help your fellow person, your fellow human being. I mean, it it's a, it's a theme that I, I continue to see whether it's yeah. in regards to the pandemic and, 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 you know, the virus and the vaccine or in regards to just, helping people out to you know get out of debt I mean there's so many things to uh sort of dissect and and sort of go into but I think this was a great conversation Martina like this it was I think yeah this is a good kind of I think a good wrap-up point helped me like think through some stuff and even just kind of uh because it all connects like you said it may sound like a tangent sometime it might but it all connects back together yeah you know and, and it goes i mean if y'all been listening over the over the summer and stuff like this series we, we've had on, on white supremacy and we'll continue uh on it because a lot of these topics that we are discussing even uh we didn't go into the vaccine and the mass and sort of the tensions and everything how that may uh connect to these ideas that are uh under the umbrella of white supremacy and the patriarchy and capitalism like it it, it just kind of connects and to just have a conversation like this with you and with our listeners you know it just makes me be like man i really need to just write a paper on this that's what i'm saying girl this is a this is a dissertation right here this is you you, you present this to the council this yes. is our verbal this yes this, this whole thing <laughs> And, you know, I I still think you and I are talking about stuff, as you know, we've heard from other people that we've engaged around other conversations. We're talking about things that people don't want to talk about. These are things that like are normally swept under the rug. People talk about real low in their house or like with their really close friends. And like you and I are just like, no, that's a part of the problem, too. Even even within our own family and friend circles, like that's not going to get us anywhere. And a lot of people don't like that. What were you saying? I said, people don't want to have this conversation. They don't. They don't want to have these conversations. And I'm like, look, if we don't talk about the real reason, the root of these problems, you cannot expect any change. Nothing is going to change. You're just going to keep bitching about it and complaining about it. And nothing's going to change. And who? I don't, you know, I don't know how much change we're making, but we're trying. We're talking about it. You know, we are using our resources to really talk about these things. And I think to me, that's the first step. We got to talk about it. We got to acknowledge it. But there are a lot of people out there who don't like that. They don't like it. They don't like that we're challenging a lot of the systems. It's just, you know, they don't. People feel Yeah. Sometimes, and like, I know I've had conversations uh, with friends and family who are like, either A, they don't see 
why it should matter to them or how it's connected um or they feel attacked or they feel that we're attacking others Mm -hmm. um i mean like the just saying white supremacy uh in general just brings this connotation of others like oh my god like it's and i'm like you know it's not all a dig at white people for the most part sometimes it is it's it's definitely wanting to recognize that you know white people have had an advantage and privileges and and things uh from the get-go here in the united states for sure um but it's also recognizing how we operate under white supremacy yeah how we operate to this proximity to whiteness um and and how it's impacted all of us and i think that's the harder thing particularly for people of color to want to sort of dig into yeah and really be like yeah let me let me explore that or like what do you and that's a hard one yeah it is nobody wants to really say that i operate under this or that i've been influenced by like these capitalists like no i'm 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 so woke you can't even tell me it it don't touch me yeah it does (laughs) but you know it it sneaks up on you sometimes And sometimes it's very blatantly there and you're just, and you need someone to sort of shine a light on it. Um, Cause I know you and I shine lights on each other all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah. So like, true. Uh, Martina. <laughs> I know we have to step back and just, we, we do, we have to step back and like, Oh, I said that. I just got to think about that, you know? Yeah. But you know, thing is like, we can own up to it. We can own up to it. Yeah. Yeah, and you gotta take that moment but you know thank you all for uh for listening uh Definitely. and and continuing to to tune in and and engage uh with us um i know we've uh this episode we talked uh, a lot uh, of different topics and, and and connected it back but you know we we definitely want to continue these conversations uh, because it's what it is it's conversations and mm-hmm. touched on it like the way we're going to move forward is making sure that we don't leave these things in the darkness because mm-hmm. um, dark you know that just festers it doesn't do but when we bring it to light when we expose it and just really talk about it and talk through you know like you know even if we don't agree it's okay we don't have to agree but let's have Absolutely. a conversation and I'll listen to your perspective, listen to mine, and let's see where it can go. Um, you know, and I think uh, in the near future, and we've been talking about this this sort of special series that uh, we're putting together, and, and that'll hopefully come come together uh, for for a little bit later in the fall. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And you know, Martina, I have something for for September that we're really excited about um as two women to kind of dig into some some topics that are, are very much uh geared more towards women but i think it also impacts men as well but it will definitely be giving our perspective as women uh, yes. uh from that aspect so you know or i'm just grateful for for you all continuing to to engage with us and like I said, you'll definitely see us maybe in some Instagram lives and digging into uh, this a little bit more into this conversation is the student loan debt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I think that that is definitely one that I, I would love to interact with you all uh, that are listening and, and and being able to hear hear your thoughts or even just you know as you're writing and typing. We know how uh, those kind of go, but but yeah, but Martina, I'll kind of kick it to you to close us out. Yeah, that was that, that was a good synopsis. Was that thank you for that? Um, I will say, yeah, like piggybacking off you a little bit, you know, obviously people, you know, please comment. We would love to have feedback. Even if you don't agree with us, we always say just be respectful, but we'd love to know like if you talk about these sort of hard issues with your family and your friend circles, you know, what's been the feedback and the reception around that? Because again, like I said, these are hard things to talk about and we often don't want to talk about them, but we, we have to. So I would just, I would be interested to know if anybody, what sort of uh, reception and feedback you've gotten, if you try to talk about 
uh, these topics with people you love or people you engage with, even even at the workplace. You know, I know oftentimes, you know, we don't I mean, not talk about certain things because, you know, it's always considered taboo. But I, I would like to hear from you all around that and your experiences. But yes, I, you know, stay tuned. As you know, Lisette said, we're planning a nice series for the fall, which we're super excited about. We have something upcoming for September as well that we are going to be start shooting next week. And yeah, stick around for like, you know, we're trying to work out our schedule in terms of going live on Instagram, you know, maybe even some other uh vehicles of contact you all can have with us you know as we're trying to think about our timeline and things we want to talk about uh for our channel and again would love your feedback even if you know have criticism just be nice about it you know we would love to you know hear about it. if there are things of course you know I always know I'm not an expert on a lot of things <laughs> so if there are things like you know I'm telling you you know as a a person of this that and another I think you know you didn't say this quite right I you know I take criticism I'm, I'm fine about it you know that's how I see myself growing and being better um and so I'm all for that feedback uh but yeah so thank you guys for tuning in uh stay tuned we're going to be doing some videos actually soon we're going to be back on camera for some more upcoming stuff so you get to see our lovely faces as well but in the meantime I hope everyone has a wonderful day and we'll talk soon bye bye <laughs>